Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran, and you're listening to Mayo Are Back. How are you lads? Con Mort here, Mayo Are Back. Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's Mayo Are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking, just wanted to say, uh, Mayo Are Back. How do you? Pope Francis here, Mayo Are Back. Mayo Are Fucking Back. Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. They're back. Mayo. How's it going, guys? Welcome along to the latest edition of the Mayo Are Back podcast. You join us this evening. We're here at the Park and Ride at the McWilliam Park Hotel on a Wednesday evening. We're sitting here in the car park. There's a there's a lot of rocking going on here, none more so than in our own car. So without further ado, we're going to head in in a couple of minutes inside the hotel. We're going to release a couple of statements because I think it's mm. fair to say... Mayo are back have been very quiet over the last few weeks and mm. also there is a lot of issues which need to be discussed so no better men to do it with I'm in the company of Patsy Broderick how do and TJ as well as myself how are you getting on we have journalists gathered here this evening inside the McWilliam Park Hotel we've journalists here from the Connacht Paragraph the Western Inbreds the Hollymount Herald they're all here they all want to hear what we have to say so without further to do, we're going to head on inside and we're going to get this show on the road. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining us here tonight in the McWinion Park and Ride Hotel. We've gathered you all here this evening for a few reasons. One of those reasons is we want to outline our side of the story. We don't feel like our side of the story has been covered at all in the media. It hasn't been covered correctly. And we're outraged. And we've been far, far too quiet for the last while. So, we're going to speak tonight. We all have a personal statement that we would like to make. And we have a collective group statement that we are going to proceed with afterwards. Everybody has put their name to this statement and we are fully behind it. And we are a strong, strong unit. So we'd like to welcome the journalists of the Mayo Echo, the Ballyhonest Bulletin and the Caramore Comet who have joined us here this evening. We've had to keep the Hollymount Herald and the Caramore Comets separate for uh, unbeknownst reasons. They fucking hate each other. I would like to go first. <coughs> On Saturday, the 14th of September, 2018, Killian O'Connor from the Mayo GAA Junior Team liked a photograph on Mayo Orbach's Instagram account. Subsequently, 20 minutes later, when we went back to check... Killian O'Connor had unliked the photograph. I felt very sad about this because I thought if Killian liked our photos, it would mean we were really class. So I've been crying my eyes out now since that. So that's all I, that's all okay. I want to say. It's okay. That's all I want TJ, to say about it's okay. it. It's okay. We're here for you. It's okay. Okay, I'm going to speak now. It's my turn to speak. You're talking too much. It's all about this, about me now. It's my time. There's a member of the Mayo senior football team. Who is it? He is a well-known member of the Brafie Mafia, who we all know well, and his name is Edo XI. Now, over the past number of years, Edo XI has been getting much enjoyment and fun from the Mayo or Back Instagram account, and he is a known listener of the Mayo or Back podcast every single week. Now, 
Aiden, Aiden hasn't, Aiden hasn't even the courtesy to, to follow, to follow our page. And we, we like if, we think it's, it's not fair and it's, it's, it's not right. And we want equality and we, we want to be followed by all of the players. And if we're going to talk about him all the time, we want him to, to follow us, please. Thank you. Uh, I just like to make it, um, I suppose, a deeply personal statement that um, you know it's it's affected me deeply over the past week, and you know it's it it, it comes from two, two things my mother brought up during the week. You know, I got up around twelve o'clock Wednesday morning, and she said to me, "You know what are you doing? You're you're very lazy." <laughs> Oh, there, there. You don't even have a sponsor. You know, okay, I just feel Patsy. I just feel like walking away at this stage. You know, it's it's okay, Patsy. We'll we'll get, we'll get a sponsor someday. Some some business <laughs> out there in in Castlebar will come on board and give us financial backing. Please, I mean, it's bound to happen. It's only a matter of time. I mean, even the Mayo ladies team can get a sponsor. So, I mean, surely we'll be able to get a sponsor soon. Andy, <sighs> at this stage, we would like to open questions to the floor and we're going to try our best to answer them. Yes, sir. How are you getting on, lads? Merton Cumway here, the Holly Mount Herald. I uh, just had a question there for, uh, for TJ. Uh, TJ, why do you think the uh, South Mayo players aren't getting a fair crack of the whip in the county team? Sorry, excuse me. Finch, no fuck here from the Caramore Comet. I was going to ask that. Oh, you ever fuck yeah, off. Yeah, fuck you. you. I hate I never you. fucking liked Holly Mount anyway. Fuck, shout out, bastards. Can we have those two separated, please? Please. We don't want Darren or Stephen. Separate those two. You can't bring them anywhere. Hollymount and fucking Barramoran. Right. The question was, why are South Mayo players not getting a fair crack at the, the whip? Well, it's, it's obvious. It's obvious, really. You know, it's one of these... It goes back to colonial times. It's colonial stuff. It's, when you think about the previous dominators of the Mayo Club Championship and by connection the Mayo County Broad... Big urban towns like Banla and Castlebar are the first things that come into your mind now. I'm not thinking of any South Mayo towns there at all. So history dictates that. But when we get to this new age and you see the blatant disregard for the Jerry Moran duo of Clay and Crow and Sinead and Ali, it has to be something more... Then pol- there has to be something more than politics involved. It there. goes back to the thirties. There was those big North Mayo inbreds up there. They they thought the South Mayo was in Galway. They didn't even. Sure, they'd never been there in their life. So they'd never picked the players at all. Sure, they thought they were from Galway, and it stems to that. And it's 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 rotten to the core. I have to say, it's 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 a it's a shambles. Yeah, it makes me sick. Like now. you're looking at a guy there in Sinead's Nally, who probably. Like, he's probably the best footballer in all of Ireland, but yet can't play for the Mayo team. It's, it's uh, I don't know. He'd probably be dropped from Gary Moore next. I don't know what he seems to be doing there, rubbing man- mangers up the wrong way. But maybe the next man who gets the key to the door after Rachi, maybe he'll see a little bit more in him and get a little bit more out of him. I bloody hope so. And that wand of a left foot. Fabulous footballer. <laughs> right. Go get to the next question. I have Finch no fuck here again. Um... Evan Regan has strong family ties to us common GA. Should he transfer? Well, I'd like to take this one, if, if you could, if, if that was okay with you guys. Sure, go ahead. Um, so, God forbid that we would be lucky enough to be able to offload a player such as Evan Regan to Roscommon. I mean, I've been saying this for a long time. You know, if he's going to be getting so worried about what we have to think about him, you know, he needs to show a little bit more mental toughness. Some of those... Some of those North Mayo players, they're they're strong in stature, but psychologically, they're just 
they just haven't got it between the years. So, yes, in a word, I think uh, it would be a shame to lose him. But, yes, I think uploading under Roscommon might be the best cause of action. My name is Peter Parsons, and I write for the Partry Paragraph. And I have a question for Fat Larry. Fat Larry, is Joe Taher Tires getting shafted in Adney Mornin's Gymnasium Weekly? Well, I'll cut you right there now. I don't know what basis this question has, but I'm telling you something. Joe Taher is, he's running the show down there. And I have a message now for, for Adney Mornin. Adney, you'd want to watch your back because I have it under good authority that some of the your team members down there, they're, they're, they're not too happy with you. And I was there, the, I, I was passing by the other day and there was, the lights were on after hours, we should just say. And I didn't see your nice car out in the car park. They're trying to sack you. Are you suggesting a coup of some sort? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm suggesting. And uh, it's fair to say Andy's decision to get the keys of Ballyhane Clubhouse cut there a couple of years ago is going to come back and bite him in the ass now, I think. How's it going, lads? I was just wondering, uh, who's more inbred? David Drake or Stephen Cohen? Mm. Well, for me personally, you know, I, I'd, oh, I'd, I'd have to say Cohen based on the fact that, you know, Drake, Drake's always on the move, you know, whether it's upstairs in the movement when he's cross-dressing or it's on the pitch, he's a fast guy. Whereas, he's a cultured guy. Yeah, where Stephen, Stephen's, Stephen's just uh, Stephen Trafficone in a lateral movement, you know, might get blown over in the wind. But would you argue that you could, you wouldn't be able to uh, give uh, human traits to a plastic cone? Are we suggesting here that the plastic is inbred? It's very hard to know. I mean... <laughs> you have to look within that cone. You have to look within the, inside the hollow shell of that useless cone. Uh, another question here is, uh, is Donald on the finest athlete and finest player we've seen from Mayo? In a word, no. I would like to disagree. I think he certainly is the most elite at elite we have seen in the county in quite some time. As a footballer, he's excellent. Very strong, very fit, very fast. He's going to bring the Mo Clear Cup into Mick Burns next October. And, you know, it'll be well for him. I just hope he doesn't get burnt out with all the travelling he's doing in and out of town these days. Do you know, it's, do you know that, that's, a, that's a match made in heaven. You have his shoe shop across the road, Mick Burns directly. They're looking at each other. They're smiling at each other in terms of business they're bringing to Castlebar. Just if he got rid of that tendency to see red, you know... Fine footballer. And the final question we have uh, this evening on the agenda, and I feel it's the most thought-provoking and important one of the night. Guys, who rules the inbred roost? Now, this is, this is a thought-provoking... This is a higher-order question. This is a question that's asked <clears throat> in every corridor, in every classroom, in every smoking area of every pub, in every hotel lounge. The length and breadth of Wheo. Deep down... Everybody in the county would like to feel that they are the most inbred. But ultimately, there can only be one. And for us, the person who owns the inbred roost is... Le Grand Oiseau. Big Barmore. Big Barmore. You know, he's got... He's got a big nest, a big roost, you could call it. And there's no doubt about it. He owns the big roost. He's, he's away at the moment. He has migrated to the south of France. But he is going to come home to rule that inbred roost with by force. And I could see him as Mayo's next manger after James Boringhorn, of course. So thanks for that, guys. And thank you for all your questions as well. So with that, we bring an end to our press conference. It's and been emotional. It has. It's been, it's been one of the good ones. It's been fabulous. So we're going to bring this fabulous press conference to a close and we will see you in part two. Wow. 
Listen, guys, a fabulous young crop oh, of guys. I mean, you know, I think we gotta look elsewhere. We've gotta look for the divine. And under the, the current structure. Fluent type football, main fisting. What about the extra monies? When I hear this, guys, it just makes me sick. Male GAA, are, they're just completely genderfied right now. They're, they're so mainstream, it's disgusting. They need to go back, you know, they need to yeah. become a bit more hipster. They need I to think. go back to their gender fluid ways in 96. Hello, inbreds. Thank you and welcome back for part two of the Mayo Are Back podcast. In this part, we're going to have, we've got an action-packed part of the show coming up for you now. We've got several interviews coming up during this part. We have John Mahan hitting us up on the line. We're going to have the coach from the Greater Western Sydney AFL ladies team. And we're even going to be joined by our good friend slash enemy, 80XI, who's coming in for quickfire questions at the end. Without further ado, we're going to get John Mahan on the line to get his opinion on this. John, things in Mayo at the moment, I see you've gotten out of Mayo at the moment. You must be be happy with your decision. Uh, Hi, how you doing? I think you've missed the boat here, you know. I'm I'm on my way down to Offaly. I'm going to go have a bit of fun, you know. I'm going to cycle down twice a week. I'm going to get the legs out, my nice hairy tanned legs, put on a bit of like a shove a sock in and cycle all the way down to Offaly, you know. And if it's raining, sure, look, I can just rent a car out at Casey's. I think they're wallowing away there in Division 3, but look, I'm going to go down and have some fun. Uh, I think, you know, I said you missed the boat. I do believe that, you know, we have to go back, not to the days of James Bourne-Horn, but we have to go back to the days of me when we were landing the helicopters into Josie Munley, you know. <laughs> King John, we don't really know what question to ask you, but just could you just please keep talking for us? Absolutely, no, I have to go there, I have another interview, so I'm going to get a bit of cash for that as well, you know, <laughs> get myself a bike, go for a cycle, as I said, I'm going to cycle down to Offaly, I may even cause an instant like I did out the Turner Road that time, but look, listen, I'm a competitive guy, you know. King John, like, one more question before you go. Absolutely. What is the story with all the wasps in Mayo at the moment? <laughs> I think you know that yourself, mind yourself, good luck. Pleasure as always to have the King on the phone lines with us there, King Johnny, I think, to be honest, our country broad could have missed a trick in not getting him on board ourselves, either in a single management capacity or even as part of a joint ticket management. Like, we talked about the team in 96 and 97 and the gender fluidity of those guys. It stood to them so much. Now, of course, they didn't go on to claim the the, the crown, but who has in Mayo, really, to be honest? None of this current group has either. And they won't either. Will they with James Horan or Mickey Sloan? I think Mickey Schlug. You'd give it to Mickey Slug if you had the choice. Well, I know one man who would give it to Mickey Sloan, and that's um, his friend, Adney Mornan. I suppose it would kind and, of... And David Drake as well. A bit of a love triangle there. He's Donald Drake's cousin. He'd be very eager to get Donald into that first team, as well as the ostrich from Bala, Seamus Kniff, a man who's been overlooked too much in the last few years. And when we're on the topic of overlooked talent inside Mayo... I would implore anyone to go to Ackles next game in the Junior Championship and check out Eddie Score and Doran playing there in the house. Six on his back, but easily kicking five or six points a game between frees, 45s, penalties, the works. He's, he's a got, class He's act. got it all, this guy. He's a class And I mean, act. you know, if this guy was from Westport or Brafey, like he'd probably be picking the manager at this stage. So it's about time the Ackle guys got due respect for sure. Guys, who do you think the, the guys, the fabulous guys in Brafey, want to be managed by the Mayo team this year? Well, we all know that Aidan O'Shea wants his dad to manage the team, but I know it would be interesting to see 
who Keelan Crow would want to manage the teams. I know there's a, a young up-and-coming guy there in Gary Moore. He's the name of Kevin Walsh. He'll follow along in a dynasty of Mayo managers who have really fabulous hair. I mean, we all remember wow. Pat Holmes' beautiful locks he had a few years ago. And this guy, Kevin Walsh, I mean, he's got some beautiful, beautiful I mean, not a lot frosted of, tips. Wow. Not, not a lot of people like when the wind is blowing McHale Park, but I can tell you this guy does. It's like 2004 all over again. You've got Jimmy Nallon, Connor Mortimer, Kieran Mack, and the manager, Kevin Walsh, with his beautiful frosted hair on the sideline. It'll be like the good old days. What a ticket. Fair play to the county board as well, lads. If you're listening in, fair play on messing up Jack O'Connor. We always knew you would from the beginning. So, uh, good on you, lads. Well done. Self-sabotage. Keep it up. Do what you do, do well. Do, do, do. <laughs> so, for this next part of the podcast, guys, we're going to head down under, as they say. We're going to head down. We... We're very lucky to get uh, an interview during the week with Greater Western Sydney Giants manger. What a fucking mouthful that was. Um, Greater Western Sydney Giants manager. So, how's it going? Um, what is your name? The nice clock out late. Can't nice to be on the show, mate. Clark, we'd love to ask you while you're here. What have you managed to do as a male manager of a ladies uh, football team? What have you managed to do to not get them to turn on you? Well, I suppose it's a difficult thing to do in today's day and age, to be honest with you boys, but a lot of flaming shillers around the place calling for mangers to get the sack and all, but, you know, we've got Cora working with us, as you know, and she's a good girl, guys. She's one of these, you know, she's got amazing leadership skills, you know, she's only back a couple of days, mate, and she's already gotten rid of one of the forwards coaches and brought in Michael McHale. She's even thinking about sacking a few of the younger girls and bringing back Martha Carter to play a bit of footy. So we love, you know, her leadership skills and the way she picks the team every week and tells me what to do all the time. You know, it's it's amazing to have Cora out here. She, what a player, guys. Flying on. Well, uh, thanks for that. Uh, best of luck to you, man. And uh, hopefully you manage to make it to the end of the season uh, with your with your job intact. G'day, cop. Jeez, lads, that poor fucker has a job in his hands. All right, folks, well done. You've made it to the very bitter end. The last thing we have to do this evening on tonight's show is we are privileged to be joined in studio with the one and only centre forward for County Mayo, Edo XI. Edo, you're very welcome. <laughs> Thanks a million, guys. Thanks for having me on. We start off with the basics. Your club is Brafie, but which mafia are you in? Uh, the Brafie Mafia. Very good. And your occupation? I don't know. Thanks for that, Aidan. Pre-match meal. Uh, pre-match when I'm picking the team, I like to have a uh, Rua coffee. Favourite player growing up? Jim O'Shea. Best away day roommate, and why? Um, whoever the current Mayo manager is at that given time. Who would headline your house party? Uh, I'd have to say, tough one, but I'd have to say either my brother, Connor O'Shea, great rapper, or Miles Milo Kelly from The Tubber. What's your favourite TV show? Uh, that would be uh, Bear in the Big Blue House. What's your earliest GAA memory growing up? Uh, Sack and Homelli in 2015. Who is the Joker in the dressing room? Seamus O'Shea. Favourite holiday destination? Uh, I've got to say, uh, Belmullet. It's just the most magic place ever and you're from County Mayo and it's here right at your doorstep and it's only up the road for me and you never knew it's here but when you come here it's absolutely class. Who is the best player you've played alongside? Uh, got to say, uh, David Dolan. Who is the best player you've played against? David Dolan. What's the best thing about being a Mayo footballer? Calling the shots. What's the worst thing about being a Mayo footballer? When Killian gets the credit for sacking the manger when it was me. And I suppose at this stage, it's the big question, the one that's on everybody's lips. Aidan O'Shea, 
Name three things that are always in your fridge. Um, well, I suppose there's a shelf in the fridge and there's a light and the keys to my Audi A4. Just off the record, Aidan, you don't seriously keep the keys of your Audi A4 in the fridge, do you? Oh, jeez, no, I just wanted to get that in there. And the last question is, what is the best piece of advice you ever got? Never settle for the manger you have. Aidan, thank you very much. It's been an absolute privilege. We're going to leave it there before we say anything else. Slonga fall. See you next week. Bye. I'm going to let you in it. You drop your back to the floor. And you're asking what's happening. It's getting late now, hey now. Enough of the arguments. She sips the Coca-Cola. She can't tell the difference yet. She can't tell the difference yet.